Greetings and welcome back to J. Marie Speaks. Now let's get into episode two of Relationships, Consequences, and Accountability. To recap episode one of season two, we discuss Maslow's hierarchy of needs theory. This season will reference the various tiers from the theory and apply it to our lives. The theory, in my opinion, is a roadmap for achieving peace of mind by satisfying one level of need at a time. By accomplishing this, you will build a strong mind and less likely to have a mental breakdown. The five-tier theory is illustrated on a pyramid. The foundation is to, fi- is to fulfill your psychological needs first, then safety needs, next love and belonging, followed by esteem, and finally, self-actualization. Today, we will discuss childhood trauma, which is a part of the psychological need. Childhood trauma can simply be described as traumatic events or an event that you experienced prior to becoming an adult. Can you overcome it? Yes. But you must put in the work to heal. There are medications, psychologists, psychiatrists, etc. that can provide techniques to guide you through this process. But are you ready? Or are you addicted to pain? We all have a story to tell and overcome. It isn't that my story is more traumatic than yours, but I choose to free my life from the shackles of unforgiveness. Forgiveness is not for them, but it's for you. Forgive others, not because they deserve it, but to set yourself free. If you don't, every single decision in your life will be indirectly or directly affected by that pain. If you need a path to start as far as healing goes, and I may mention this another time, but I did start this uh, podcast with a series called Mending the Brokenness, Seven Steps to Healing. And it is a path that God showed me to help me heal. And I reuse it on a regular basis to deal with with things that I, you know, day-to-day situations, you know, dealing with grief, dealing with breakups, dealing with anything. Um, I found that those steps really are helpful to me. And it, it takes a lot to hit, I'll call the forgiveness stage. But everything starts with courage and having faith so you know again if you don't know how to do it go back and listen to season one and it'll provide some guidance and you can you can kind of curtail it to your own life but let's heal there's too many people that are broken getting into relationships with healed people and then the healed person may be an empath and while they're trying to save you they wind up breaking themselves you're healed, but then now they're broken and there needs to be a balance. I think it's kind of, I, I think that we need to be careful of that because if you say that you really truly care about someone, why would you allow yourself to hurt that person? But let's continue. We all have a story to tell and overcome. 
again, it, like I said before, it isn't that my story is more traumatic than yours. But I refuse to allow someone else to be the master of my life. According to SAMHSA.gov, child trauma occurs more than we think. More than two-thirds of children reported at least one traumatic event by age 16. Potentially traumatic events include psychological, physical, or sexual abuse, community or school violence, witnessing or experiencing domestic violence, national disasters or terrorism, commercial sexual exploitation, sudden or violent loss of a loved one, refugee or war experiences, military family-related stressors such as deployment, parental loss or injury, physical or sexual assault, neglect, and finally, serious accidents or life-threatening illness. And again, you can uh, look for more details um, at samhsa.gov to find out more information um, that uh, relates to childhood trauma. And they also provide ways to help overcome it. I want you to commit today to getting help. The reason is you may need to heal from your childhood trauma. If you do that, you will break the curse of passing pain down to future generations. You may not see it, but I've heard people say, even my own parents, you know, have said, I'll say in particular my mom, well, my parents did it, so X, Y, and Z. Or my dad may say, my parents did it, so X, Y, and Z. If it was good for me, it's good for you. No, that is not true. And their parents said the same thing and so on and so forth, so on and so forth. You know, I have three beautiful children and, you know, my kids are ages 25, 23, and my daughter be 21 in September. And, you know, being a single mom most of their life, you know, their dad was there, he was in and out, so on and so forth. It's got its own repercussions of things that that they are dealing with, with the, within themselves. And, you know, unfortunately, when raising them, I was dealing with my own childhood trauma and then the trauma with the relationship with their father. And, you know, it was just different things that were going on. But I always loved my kids. I always love my children, no matter what relationships I got in or anything. My kids, my kids were first, you know, it just, that's what it was. But that doesn't mean they may not have had some type of emotional scars from both me and their dad. You know, just imagine, you know, being stuck, being a kid stuck in between parents that, conflicting on co-parenting and you know one parent trying to be the friend and the other parent trying to actually be a parent and you know it's just it's just a very different take and then with their father and myself you know they're my kids my the father of my children he's white I'm black and there's a little bit of cultural differences but some things are similar with him he's he 
you know, grew up in white communities, but he also grew up in the black community too. So there's some things I didn't even know, you know, that I experienced, you know, cause my, from a different perspective, you know, my family is a Bible thumping family, you know, not saying everybody is 100% walking the chalk line, but for the most part, some things in life I didn't experience until I got with him. And I just say, I thank God for the journey, but you know, I pray for my children every single day that if they experience any type of emotional scars from any part of, you know, the co-parenting part between me and their father, then, you know, I pray that God heals them and give them peace. I tell my kids, I love them every chance that I get. And I intentionally try to um, maintain a relationship with my children. And I, I encourage them to be the best version of themselves. Uh, my oldest, he was like, mom, he was like, we won in the mom department, but we really struck out in the dad department. And I was like, boy, he was like, he was like the person that helped you raise us for a time period that didn't work. Then our dad, that didn't work like, oh, but I thank God for the churches and my father and my brothers and cousins that played a a role in my children's lives. You know, they were my tribe. They were my support system when it came to them being young men and little boys and all that other stuff. But, you know, no matter how much I tried to shield them from this world, you know, they had their own experiences, you know, with them being biracial, you know, people, people like, well, what is that? I said, I, in their case, I call it Afro-Caucasian, <laughs> but, um, you know, because I my kids know they'll tell you I'm black and I'm white and I'm this and I'm that. But most of all, my mama tells me I'm human, and I let people know all the time. You know, we're all a box of crayons. That's the way I raise my kids. We're a box of crayons. We just have different colors, and we just have to learn how to coexist. But if I personally could take some things back as far as my kids go, you know. I would have recommended that me and their father, you know, went to some type of therapy to ensure that we didn't, um, we didn't, uh, put any of our childhood trauma onto our children, you know, because of things that happened to me when I was a kid, I was very overprotective. My kids used to nickname me, uh, they nicknamed me helicopter mom. And my boys will 100% tell you they did not get to go on dates, you know, just by themselves. They didn't get to date till they were 16. If they snuck in date, I wouldn't have known. But, you know, I made I made all of them group date. And then when I felt like it was safe for them, then they can go individually. You know, I talked to them about safe sex and stuff ahead of time because nobody didn't really talk to me about sex when I was little. So there was things that I was trying to, you know... It, 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 there were things that I was trying to keep them from having to experience or know how to protect themselves early on. And I mean, again, it had its challenges. It had, it had it up its ups and downs. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm a disciplinarian, you know, you know, being a single parent, it, it just, it had its challenges. It really did. But I can't say that I would change my journey because um, in the process, I healed. 
you know, um, all three of my children bring something different to me. And they're all very special to me, you know, but I'm praying that, you know, my my grandchildren, whenever they do get here, I ain't rushing. Don't y'all know I ain't rushing nothing. I want my kids to enjoy their life as much as they want. And if they decide to have children, great. If they don't, I'm a cry, but it's all right. But um, however the case is, you know, for the future, I just want them before they start a family to ensure that any emotional scars that they may have, that they make sure that they get all of that stuff worked out within, within them. Because their trauma may be a little different from my trauma or their dad's. You know, with him, you know, he he could easily blend in the white world. Me, I can easily blend in the black world. But with our kids, they belong to both worlds. And that is has its own trauma in itself because you have children that are being raised to think, oh, white is this or black is this. And, but then you have these children that's in the middle that are both black and they're white. And it's, and to me, it's not really about color itself, but culture, but regardless, we're human and it forces those children to have to feel like they got to choose a side and then as a parent you're trying to make sure that you're not putting too much of this culture not enough of that one it's just like an ongoing cycle and when you're with that parent you know everything is great y'all have it locked down how you're going to be how you're going to raise your kids but when you and that other parent get with other people and their ideology of of what a family should look like and how things should be or what they think is right or wrong, then they're taking that and influencing your children. And again, they may have trauma in their own lives or experiences within their own lives. And so again, there is everything that people experience from a part of pain. If you really think back, it comes from childhood trauma. And now you have to think in your head. Do I have a victim mentality? You know, do I want to stay right where I'm at? Or do I want to be accountable for who I am? And do I want to heal? Like, I, I can't stand to hear people be like, well, it's me my whole life. Just stand the other. Well, you know what? Try pretending that you got food in your house. Like you, your kids are eating and you go to bed hungry. Because you don't, you make, you make too much money to get food stamps, not enough money to buy the amount of groceries that you need, but you make it sure that you make it do what it do with what you got. And then if you call some, you call someone, sometimes people willing to help, sometimes they're not, and you're out there working hard, but it's just not enough money from these jobs to help you get the way you need to go. But you got to still make it work as a parent. I get it. I get it. I promise y'all I get it. I understand. And for those that grew up with not having a whole lot of food, you don't even realize it. But you probably always make sure your your refrigerator is always stacked out. I promise you, you do. Because you know what it's like to be hungry. And you probably, without knowing, without knowing, you probably fuss at people when they don't eat all of their food. And that's a trigger for you. That's trauma. 
because you understand what hunger pains are or you may have eaten outdated food from from food pantries but you had food or you had to ration or beg for food something happened to you that's in your childhood that caused you to respond to things the way that you do and i need people to really really think about that you know meditation is really really great you know to get to the root cause of different problems and get to know who you are as a person but that's a little bit of you know some real life stuff that i have to deal with and you know i told i told my children i was like you know you get different versions of people as they continue to grow a lot of people like to say i'm stuck the way i am that's a lie you are not the same person you was last year you may have been broke busted and disgusted last year and now you got a good job paying money let's get out of that mental mindset of um it is what it is i'm stuck doing whatever i'm gonna do shut up just shut up shut up and grow up every single day we are becoming us every single day we need to become a better version of ourselves and we need to stop making excuses for being mean and hateful to people. If you got a problem with a person, go look at yourself in the mirror. Are you mad at that person because the color of their skin? Are you mad at them because you're ugly? Let's ask some real questions. Are you mad at them because they're working hard? Are you mad at them because they qualify for a job that you just think you're supposed to get just because you who you are? No, it doesn't work like that. Hard work, dedication, and hopefully the person that's doing the hiring is being fair, firm, and consistent across the board and not using the good old boy system. But it doesn't always work that way. But however the case is, however the case is, hurt people hurt people. You know, you may think in your head, I didn't get that job, but I'm qualified for it. Well, how do you know that someone that looks like you didn't hurt the person that's behind the desk? And because... That person is hurt from childhood because of something that happened to them that they're holding you and everyone else that looks like whoever hurt their parent or them or anything else accountable based on that. Again, childhood trauma, trauma in general, hurt people, hurt people. It is time to fight back and take control over your life. If you cause childhood trauma or any type of trauma to someone's life, I need you to take accountability for your actions and you need to go and get help. Don't be like, well, I did it, but uh, shut up and grow up. Take accountability. Go to the doctor. Go get you some meds if you need to do what you got to do, but stop hurting people. You don't have that right. Just stop. You didn't create that life for what makes you think you can take it. That's wrong. And you don't always have to take someone's life by a gun. You could take someone's life away from them simply by your words. And we need to do better. We need to be mindful of the things that we say. Be mindful of the things that we do. And if you are a pedophile and you messing with kids, go get some help and find out what happened to you. Stop messing with these little kids. Stop messing with these babies. The whole world needs to stop messing with children. Stop trying to influence thoughts and actions and everything else. These children are barely understanding how to put their shoes on the right feet, the right or left foot. And we're making them make real life changing decisions. Let them just be kids. 
What happened to just letting kids just play? Go outside and run without everything being so sexualized. You got childhood porn. I seen something where uh, there were there was AI childhood porn, and I like I just don't understand. This is a sick society, and we are suffering from mental health. This is a dark, dark time, and I need all of you, no matter where you are, to be a light and to help save the innocence of children. I need you to save your own self. If you got mental health issues, go get some help, please. Stop hurting everybody. And and this is the thing. You can't save anyone that's broken. If you are a healed person, stop getting into relationships with broken people. You can help them as a friend. You can guide them. That don't mean you have to sleep with people. You get what I call soul ties. You'll be thinking that, oh, I don't know why I'm feeling depressed. You done took on somebody's spirit. And I need y'all to stop. I need y'all to stop and really look at things for what they are. I feel like childhood trauma, any type of trauma, right now is a global epidemic. It's a 911 situation that's worse than COVID. Because people, our mental health is under attack. The innocence of children is being attacked daily. And honestly... I read a quote and, and, and um, I always say it. I've got, I, I had the author of it, but um, I don't have it right now in front of me. But it said, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. It's time for us to stand for something, y'all. Come on now. I'm going to find, give me one moment. I'm getting ready to find that stand for something. Because that's, to me, that's important. When someone, when there's a literary work. Um, that someone has said, or um, I, I love to try to reference it. And the reason why, the reason why I do that is because I don't, I don't ever want to take from anyone. I want to learn, but I want to give them credit for what they have done. You know, it's yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of information that's out here, but at the, at the end of the day, let's give credit where credit is due so bear with me for one moment one moment one moment and i hope everybody out here is doing well um in all that they do um and just give yourself a chance go easy on yourself go easy go easy on yourself all right i found it it is Alexander Hamilton. That's who made that quote. So one moment. But the part of the quote this states, it has a couple of other um, people listed. It looks like it has Alexander Hamilton. Gordon Eadie, Irene Dunn, Peter Marshall, Theodore Devries, William Sloan, Coffin Jr. Um, it's just a couple of different places that it looks like um, that people have said it or referenced this in some type of way. But it, it means a lot to me 
the three versions that is showing is if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Those who stand for nothing fall for anything. And when you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. So just making sure that, you know, we, you know, give credit where credit is due. And I got that information from a quote investigator. I told y'all I'm going to make sure that I give credit to where credit is due. I don't believe in stealing anybody's information. Um, but just keep in mind that children deserve to be loved correctly. You deserve to be loved correctly. If you want to build something, go to Build-A-Bear. Go go outside and go 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 tinkering and build a truck or something. But stop thinking that you can heal someone with with you jumping in the bed with them. That that doesn't work. You're gonna wind up breaking yourself trying to deal with somebody and know who you're attaching yourself to, please. But your inner child needs to be healed. You know, some of you don't even realize that some of the choices and stuff that you make today. Is because you suppress a traumatic event that has occurred to you in your life. That happened to you in your life. And your inner child hasn't healed. Through meditation, going to the doctor, doing whatever you need to do. You need to heal. So that you can be the best version of you. Our very first relationships in life determine how we see the world. We all know that this world can be cruel. But our home should be a place of peace, purpose, love, safety, and an escape from the world itself. It is hard to be who you are meant to be if you are experience hell at home and in the world too. You know, people used to say, oh, the boogeyman, the boogeyman. The boogeyman outside or the boogeyman in the closet. The boogeyman could be your parents. The boogeyman could be your uncle, your sibling yourself the boogeyman can be anybody the, the thought boogeyman is evil somebody that's intentionally trying to do harm to someone it is it's like a scary entity that i refuse to give power to and i need you to do the same and make sure y'all listen to your kids if your children are telling you someone's hurting them or touching them inappropriately let, let's get away from covering stuff up. There are adults today that have been inappropriately touched by their parents or their brothers or their sisters. And nobody wants to talk about it. Some people taking that mess to their grave. Aunt, girls that may have been raped by their uncles or boys that may have been raped by their aunts. All of this stuff. Or neighbors or somebody who you think is a great friend or a great person that's in society. They do not have the right to violate anyone. They didn't have the right to violate you. Don't let that play on your self-esteem. To all my brothers and sisters that's out here in the world. And I'm talking all shades. It is not your fault. And if someone took your innocence away from you. Baby your innocence is still there until you give it away. So forgive yourself. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything to make that person do that evil act towards you. You didn't do that. 
So don't let that hold you back in life. I I had y'all when I tell you I had a lot of stuff happen to me. Things that people some people wouldn't even know. And they know me all my life, but unless I told them, they wouldn't know. But I I chose to turn my pain into love. I chose to trade pain for peace. And y'all, my cutoff game is so tight. If I find anything, I don't care if it's a relationship. I don't care if it's a baby girl, when, when. At this place, in this position in my life, I'm fighting for this version of me. Because I, I, it took me 43 years to get her. 43 years to be 100% healed. And I still have my ups and downs. But let me tell y'all something. My bounce back and my comeback is is so strong. And I've got this thing. I tell people my setback, my set, my setbacks are nothing more but a setup for my come up. Y'all, I promise you. If I fall, I'm getting up two times stronger. Whoever want to be a part of what I got, come on. And even if you don't, do your own thing. I encourage you. I just tell you, make sure you got God's grace over whatever you do. That's how you know that it's going to be successful. People are like, it ain't a religious podcast. Look here. At this point, I don't even care what you think. Because, honestly, I wouldn't be where I am today. This sense of healing. This peace. And the only way that I experienced this restoration in my life was because I put God in it. Now, God know. I, God know I'm in. I, I'm. I come from the south side of the kingdom, y'all. Yeah, he know I'm a work in the process. I'm just being honest with y'all. I'm a work in process, and the Lord knows I'm a work in process. That's why I tell people all the time. I'm half holy, half hood, and that's real. Cause I'm not gonna let you do anything to hurt me. I'm just not. And and God has cleaned up my language. But sometimes, depending on the situation, it might be, my, I might slip. But it ain't how you fall, it's how you get up. But I'm just letting y'all know, I'm different. And I'm okay. God God knows I'm a work in progress. That's why I was like, Lord, you might want to get somebody else to do this. But you're like, nope, waking me up in the middle of the night. No, you're going to get up and do this. I want you to do this this morning. I'm thinking I'm sleeping in. It's 730 in the morning. I'm hearing the voice of God talking about, okay, I know what we're going to talk about today. I'm like, God, what we doing? I'm, I ain't even got to, I ain't even get to sleep out of my eyes yet. Like, we're going to talk about childhood trauma. And boy, that in itself can be a tough one. I, I've, I've got friends that have experienced, you know, some real deep stuff, y'all. And at first... I was going to bring people on here to talk about certain things, but I just, God put it upon my heart to just wait on that. Wait on that. You know, I've got to, I got to hear his voice when he says to do things. Because everybody's not ready to receive what that person may have gone through. And I don't want anybody to judge that person. But just letting y'all know and reminding y'all restoration is possible with God. This is how I made it. This is how I'm making it. God has given me blueprints to follow so that I can continue to build my life. 
doesn't come without obstacles. Please understand that. And it doesn't come without challenges. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm loved beyond measure. Beyond measure. Do I have the same desires as y'all? Yes. Do I like to have sex and all that other stuff? I like to have sex and feel companionship and all of that stuff? Absolutely. But at what cost? These days, people are running around here with AIDS. You know, they cheating like is like is on clearance. And it's like, do I really, really want that soul tie? You've got people that are married, supposed to be in committed relationships. And they got, excuse my language, they got more hoes out here than single people. And then I saw, a, um, I don't know if it's a TikTok or something I saw uh, just a couple of days ago. Where a lady went on there and she was talking about basically it's a shortage of men. And, you know, be prepared to share your man. That's our man, this, that, and the other. And like I told my man, if you ever got to choose between me and somebody else, please always choose that other person. Because I am not someone's option. I'm a priority. And, and y'all, I've worked hard to be where I, at, where I am. And when you know that you... When you know what you bring to the table, you're not afraid to leave alone to eat alone, especially when you built that table and you're steady building it. And all you want somebody to do is come on and add to it. That's it. Un understand that I can cope with life because God has shown me purpose and given me vision. He also has shown me that I can't elevate if I choose to look back at my past trauma. Yes, it happened, but I survived. We survive. So now my sisters and brothers across the globe, please know that every breath of life you have, every single breath that you breathe in your body, every time you have it, you think about it. Every single chance that you wake, every single time that you wake up, everything that you, every single thing that you do, this is a blessing and you do not need to take that for granted. Just remember, you have a chance and a choice. They can't win if you keep a positive mindset. Don't give up and keep fighting for you. You are not alone in this world. Also know that choosing a vice such as sex, alcohol, drugs, murder, cutting, etc. isn't the answer. I want you to have courage and be brave to face the past. Despite your circumstances, pain is not your identity. Say it with me. Pain is not my identity. You are worthy of being loved correctly. Forgive yourself and take steps to heal. If you don't know how, let season one titled Mending the Brokenness, Seven Steps to Healing be your guide. Toxic relationships have the consequence of destroying life, but in the end, you need to remember something. It don't matter what mama did, what daddy did, sister, brother, the person that done shot little Willie, Chili, whoever else. In the end, we are accountable for our individual lives. I believe in you. Today is your revolution. Now go and fight for your life and let God restore you with purpose. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Jay Marie Speaks. I'm your host, Jay Marie, a.k.a. Jamela Hillary Harris. Um, if you want me to address certain issues 
with the audience. Um, you can go to my website, which is uh, www.jmarieink.com. Again, that's www.jmarieink.com. You can subscribe, send me an email, and I'll, I'll make sure I address that on T-Talks. Um, I want to also thank you all so much for tuning in for the one-on-one uh, coaching for success and improvement. That's when I just think of random things or things that may have occurred to just encourage you all in your life. Um, I hope that everything that I do talk to y'all about blesses you in your life. I'm always going to be authentic. I'm, I'm always, I'm always going to be real. I can only show you me, you know, and anything that I have that I'm able to share with y'all to help you grow. That's what I'm going to do. I'm not above accountability, but one thing I know, if nothing else, I want to be a lighthouse to be able to guide people in through this storm of life. So many people that's out here that's lost. It's so many people that's lost, guys. And if you can be that light for their life, I ask that you please have the courage to do so. And to take a stand even when nobody else wants to. That doesn't mean you're not going to always get it, that you're going to get it right all the time. But at least you chose to do something about it and not just stand around and watch people hurt someone that doesn't deserve it. You know, if you know someone needs to heal, you know, you know, if nothing else, look and see if there's like some clinics or something around that you could get some information from to help them reference that. And if you when it comes to you and relationships, if you know that you aren't healed, don't jump back into a relationship with someone. Don't do it. That person can't heal you. You run a risk of that person controlling you because you don't know how to emotionally you know manage yourself you need to heal you need you guys if we don't heal we'll wind up hurting our kids if we don't heal our kids can hurt other kids sometimes kids that's out here being bullied they bullied because they being bullied at home so we need to check that i um i made a reel today and it's a daily affirmation that I want all of y'all to use. And I, I did it as a back to school uh, a daily affirmation for kids, but adults can use it too. And what I want y'all to say is, this is the affirmation. God has qualified me to be great. I am smart and powerful. I am strong and brave. I am loved and I love myself. I believe in myself. I am beautiful or handsome. I am not my circumstances. I will protect my peace of mind. I will always do my best. I will not hold grudges. I am kind and special. I will not be bullied or bully others. I am successful and will continue to achieve success. If you woke up this morning and your goals for today was to do one kind act, go to the beach and just pray and you did all three of those things, then you are successful. If you made the choice today that you want to heal, I promise you guys, it is the best decision that you can ever make for yourself. And every day, make a step and a choice towards healing. Read some books. There's information out on the, on the websites. There are hotlines you can call. There are so many different options that are available to help you with your mental health. 
If you don't get help, it's because you choose not to. For those of you that are in different countries and not able to do so, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to make sure that this podcast was there is to hopefully be able to reach you all too. You know, I, some of you don't have the, um, don't have the ability to have the access to, you know, different hospitals and stuff that you may experience, um, in America or uh, Canada or, uh, you know, over in France or, you know, parts of Africa or, you know, on any of the various continents. So hopefully my voice can at least help you. And no matter where you are in this life, you are powerful and you are wonderful and you are worthy. I don't care what someone has done to you. At the end of the day, you are purposed and don't let anyone or anything take that from you. Y'all be blessed and have a great day.